What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Put in the Book show. We're we're an even number this week. Uh, no Rodriguez. I am Steve. Got Keith to my right. Can't say anything else. So you know that's just force habit. You know. I I was a number three because there's usually three of us. So I figure there is honor Rodriguez. Yeah, Rodriguez. Um, he went and fought the war in uh, Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, he yeah he's he's out. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he have um, shin splits? He does. That's right. All right. So he can get out of that easy. Better than being a bedwetter. (laughs) 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 All right. So uh, here's the deal. It's just the two of us. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. (laughs) All right. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and do my thing where I share out the show. Keith is going to tell you what we're going to kind of talk about today. And uh, we'll run from there. What's up, Metsies? That sounds good to me. Uh, we got a good show packed up for you today. We're going to talk a little bit about a few things. First thing we're going to jump into, well, maybe not in this order. And as you know, we don't follow order on this show. But we are definitely going to touch on the rule changes, um, some of the things that were discussed in the offseason, uh, and how it's going to affect the game today, our thoughts on that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Mets' health concerns. Uh, as you know, there's a particular player who uh, had a potential shoulder injury. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Manfred and our opinions on him and what the job he's doing. Uh, of course, the polarizing subject, mess, mess, M-E-S-S, Pidis. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about him. Uh, we're going to talk about the sale of the team. I know we touched on it last week a little bit, but some other revelations and things came in the news. We're going to bring you up to speed on that. Um, you know, and, and you guys are always more than welcome to go ahead and Give us your opinion and thoughts on that. Make sure you, is it login or stream, stream, stream yad? Stream yad. It's stream yard, but if you're a uh, fall Southie like our friend Scott, <laughs> it's stream yad. Um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, outlook, um, the Mets outlook on the fifth spot. And that's uh, the playoff position and uh, what we think. Then we're going to tell you some well, things. I think that's the fifth spot in the rotation. Okay. That's what we're going to talk about. Yes. Because we're going to get the number one. We did discuss that before the show, by the way. So that's totally on me for forgetting. (laughs) We're going to talk about the Mets, uh, the fifth spot in the Mets uh, pitching rotation this year. There's some rumors circling. uh, And honestly, we never know what's going to happen until day one of the season. However, we're going to give you our thoughts and how we feel and see where we go from there. Um, Biggest thing I think right now, we'll just jump right into it while he's still sharing. I'll yeah, because there's a little there. delay because Facebook is, you know, <laughs> Facebook is Facebook, a little, because Facebook, Facebook is like the, the, the skanks, you know, they're a little slow. Uh, they get injured, you know, Facebook is needing Tommy John surgery right now. Yes, yeah, a little bit like uh, a certain Yankee uh, who needs Tommy John surgery. 26 Cornet's here. Cornet, what's up, buddy? Thanks, buddy. Glad you joined, man. Uh, so Dominic is here as well. Hey, what's Dom. Up? How you doing, Dom? Uh, so one of the biggest things is if you are watching and you're not watching through the Put It In The Book sports page brought to you by, of course, the one, the only, the amazing CineSportsTalk.com, uh, I want you to go ahead and visit our page and give us a like. We definitely appreciate it. Those likes matter. I know you hear that all the time from your YouTube vloggers and all that stuff, but the truth, the truth okay. is, no, yeah, but the truth <laughs> is it does matter. Uh, it, it matters to our ego and it matters to uh the more people we have following the more people are sharing the more the word gets out there and we appreciate your support uh as fellow mets fans so the first thing i kind of want to jump into is the rule changes um there's a few rule changes out there 
Um, we're gonna we're gonna probably dissect them a little bit, not too much in depth. And I'm still trying to buy time. You're, you're doing great. Over here. Like, this is great. Uh, this is good stuff. One of the uh, rule changes out there, of course, as we all know, is the uh, roster change. So now we're going to have 26-player roster. Um, and in September, you know, they do the 40-man call-up where the dugout looks like it's packed and it's a big keg party going on and a bunch of guys doing nothing. And some of them don't even come into the game. And if they do come into the game, it's just to get them playing time, which is like a waste of time. Now it's brought down to a 28-man roster. Uh, and I think – I'm not sure if – where the pitcher minimum applies to the 28-man roster, uh, but the 26-man roster will have a 13-pitcher maximum. Uh, so that's interesting. We can talk about that if they'll use that or not. Uh, one of the other rule changes that are out there that we are fully aware of is the three-batter minimum. So every time a pitcher is brought in, uh, he has to face a minimum of three batters. Uh, so, you know, that's going to play a little bit on a strategy, especially uh, when managers want to bring in specialists. Uh, does that eliminate the specialists in the game or does that change uh, how specialists are used and we still use specialists? Something we'll get into. And the last change, I don't know if it's the last change, um, is uh, what was the, there was th three changes, wasn't there? It was yeah. the And it was that um, the at. I said the at. The at. Um, I don't know what you covered so far. I mean, I, I, the I, roster just, changes, I just came the, to the, the September roster changes and the um, three batter minimum. Three batter minimum. And then the other one is the um, once you send a player down, they got to wait 15 days right. instead of 10. Right. Um, so previously it was a 10-day minimum. So if you, if you optioned the player and he had to wait at least 10 days before coming up, they moved that to now 15 days. Um, I'm not sure how much impact that will have. Uh, it certainly does, <laughs> and we'll get into that too. But, yeah. Hey, um, thank you for uh, thank you for covering my uh, shortcomings here. Yeah. Now I need to go. Uh, is there an oxygen tank? I was talking about a while ago. <laughs> hey, cheers to uh, oh, cheers to the opening. I came to the conclusion that I'm in too many Mets groups. I'm sharing it out to like. 40, 50 it's funny you say that, right? Before we even get started, I was going and I was looking at what's um, up with that. What's up with that? Yeah, um, I was looking at some of the Mets groups I, I was joining. I was sharing out some of the uh, putting the book stuff to just kind of spread the word. And I was seeing how many Mets groups I'm not a part of. So I started <laughs> yeah. like requesting them. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, then I went back and looked at all the groups I'm a part of. I was like, geez, maybe it's. I mean, you know, I guess it's never too much. Well, you know, that's what I always say when, whenever we're sharing out to a different uh, Mets group, you can never be in too many Mets groups. And I am a, um, I am a Mets fanatic. <laughs> fanatic. <laughs> uh, but you know, because of the the websites in sportstalk.com, I am in just a time in a bunch of Giants groups. I'm in a bunch of Mets groups. Um, there's a dog in the background. Uh, I am in a bunch of wrestling groups. Uh, I'm also in some other weird uh, shenanigans that I don't know how I became a part of it, but I'm there. Speaking of wrestling groups, my good friend Timmy, I've known since I was this big, Just Too Sweet Show, check him out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's actually a part of the Cine Sports Talk family. Yes. Uh, Timmy and Eric kicked some butt on that show. It's a really good show. Yeah, they just did a show last night. They I did. had zero time to tune in. I was I actually at uh, my son's baseball practice, and I really wanted to join the show, but that just didn't work out. So, all that talking, let's get to the show. 
All right. Once again, I'm Steve. Got Keith to my right here. We're a two-man show today. Uh, next week, we get back to full strength uh, with our third member, Rodriguez, and our uh, producer, Joe, who has yet to make an appearance yet in season three. In honor of and Rodriguez not being here. That hurts my heart a little bit. Hurts my heart. Um, but he's, you know, he's uh, dealing with um, more important things. What's more important than the Mets? I know. I was just trying to cover, but you know, that didn't work out. All right, so let's let's do this. So uh, name the show. Um, how healthy are the Mets? Right. So mm. you covered some of the rule changes, and, and we'll um, we'll get into um, we'll get into that a little bit more in depth because I have some opinions also. Yeah, the 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 link, um, Barbara, that you're referring to uh, is if you're watching in the Facebook fan page. You don't need a link because I we can see everybody who is commenting on the fan page. It's only, which is a good reminder, hey, LaDonna, uh, good reminder is if you are watching this in any Facebook group, go ahead and click the link that says StreamYard and then authorize it. That's when we'll be able to see who's writing to us. And if you don't, it just says Facebook user. And it's likely a coward like Scott Peterson. Or if you make believe you're a uh, Southie. A Southie. What do you call it? Stream Yad. Stream Yad. Stream Yad, get in the pack. Stream pack. pack the car. Pack the car. Go yeah. for a whack with the dog. Well, it's not associated with that. Cool All thing. right, let's do it. Yeah. All right, so let's get back to health concerns because health has kind of derailed the Met season more often than not. Mm-hmm. Last year, got a little bit better. You know, um, that the the season uh, a few years back when it was Cespedes, they were lifting 900 pounds, you know, Thor uh, ripped out like his whole peck off of his off of his uh, left side there, and and then it was like as Dribble Cabrera was he came up lame on the second like the entire lineup was was on the the uh, DL. That was stressful. And I, I'm still gonna call it DL. I'm always it was, gonna call it, DL. It was very stressful. I pronounced yeah, that last year. Stressful. DL. All right. Thank you for the nice shirt, Barb's. <laughs> My mom get upset if I call her Barb's. I never called it that before. I just did. It's the first time. Let's see what happens. Girl, you know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let, let's talk health concerns. Um, not not including what has happened so far in spring training. Um, clearly, Mespedes is a health concern because he's yep. an idiot. Uh, and he just goes on, uh, he, you know, wild hog issues. Are we going to run down the players? And, yeah, I, I, yeah. And I then talk wanted, about them or stop yeah, and talk a, about A little bit of both, okay. you know. A little, uh, yeah. Got J.D. Davis. So, uh, yeah, Mespedes, J.D. Davis, of course, Jed's dead, Jed Lowry. Um, that's pretty much it I'm, uh, for, for, for the moment. I know we have um, Mr. Lugo. He's got a pinky toe, broken, broken pinky toe. I'm not so worried about that. No, I'm not worried about it at all. He's, 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 um, he's throwing from flat ground, uh, so he's not going to pitch and, off And the honestly, if, if he misses the – First small part of the season, it keeps him stronger. Through it. Yeah. I, you know, I think we're deep enough that that's an injury. As long as it's not his arm, his shoulder, his elbow. Oh my god! I, I'll take it. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, just to jump in real quick. Yeah. I heard Nimmo. Well, what I did today with the game, and by the way, at bat, I'm not sure what's going on this year, but they are allowing me to watch before I re-subscribe uh-huh. or re-up my subscri- subscription. Subscription. Yeah. Um, to watch all the. Oh, right, because last year you got it. With I couldn't. Wa- 
Yeah, well, I still have it with T-Mobile now, right? Oh, because oh. T-Mobile does the free thing, so I'm waiting for them to offer it. But they usually do it right before the first game of the season. And I was not able to watch any of the, the preseason games. This year, they're playing all the preseason games for me. No complaints. Thank no. you, my bat. Uh, but uh, what I did is I tuned in for the first two innings. I had a watch, chance to watch because I wanted to see Noah. And I saw Nimmo was scratched today, but no explanation why. Do you know why? Already with Nimmo. I don't know why he was scratched. It could be anything. Should we look it up? <laughs> live, look it up. Live yeah, on. I'll, uh, I'll look it up right here. We got good stuff going on. Let's see what happened to Brandon Nimmo. Um, besides that, what's his name? Uh, JD Davis came back. Okay. Um, so JD Davis. Um, and if if you're a part of our page, you saw I put put wait, up yesterday. What? 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 Wait for right. cardiac screening. He was scratched due to a cardiac screening, precautionary. So is he so he's taking, having heart problems? Is he taking greenies? And his heart's, <laughs> his heart's what is going on? His heart's doing this? No, no, no. This has got to be a joke. <laughs> he might be taking greenies. <clears throat> All right. His well, heart's racing. All right. So it, it says, yeah, uh, after the game, um, he's not concerned about Brandon Nimmo in the week of a cardiac screening. That resulted in him being scratched from the lineup. Rojas referred to the screen as precautionary, according to our non-buddy, Anthony DiComo of um, MLB.com. He never responds to us. He's not a fan of the show because he's never watched the show because he doesn't respond to us. And I'm about tired of it. Yeah, but you know who does watch us? Mr. Mancuso. Mancuso! Cuso um, or Cuso? I don't know. I say Cuso. Hopefully he calls in and corrects us. Um, and if you want to call in, it's 718. No, we don't have a call in today. We don't have a call in today. Yeah, we're not doing call in today. Scratch that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mets said earlier Wednesday and Nemo have been scratched in order to receive additional cardiac screening, which means that he had one. They were not satisfied with the results. Mm -hmm. Now we got to do another one. Team cardiologist has suggested that the additional cardiac screening um, had suggested the – oh, the team's cardiologist is the one who said let's do another one. Uh, Nemo was in the dugout as they faced the Astros in Port St. Lucie. Well, that's well, one. We just jumped into a whole other subject. Yeah, but Corne, Corne said they did a cardiac test. Um, so it's like, uh, you know, what else can go wrong with Brandon Nemo? He's so happy. Like, this guy is the happiest guy in the world, and yet he's always hurt. He may just have, you know, an extra heartbeat or his, his heart's yeah. – it could be something He's got that, a huge heart. He does. He's so sweet. <laughs> um, you know, it, it could be it could be an everyday common – problem you know and my doctor had told me this is not for me i am not a professional so don't take my word for it but my doctor told me don't you sell yourself the majority of pain the majority of people do have some sort of cardiac issue whether it's yeah an extra beat you're skipping a beat you know he said it, it's completely normal um so maybe it's something like that and they just want to make sure it's one of those uh normal things and if not then they'll treat it right but uh, either way, I just still hope he runs the first base on his walks. Uh, but since, <laughs> since, since we don't know so much about that yet, let's, uh, if you don't mind, we'll jump into J.D. Davis. Yeah, uh, J.D. Davis made a diving play, third base, was taken out of the game. Uh, the concerns was his shoulder. Um, initial reactions from the doctors, they don't feel it was structural damage. Uh, but, of course, you got to go for an MRI and really take a deep look at what's going on in there. And they did that in the clubhouse today back in Port St. Lucie, and it came up negative. They found only inflammation, no structural damage. They did, however, find a past injury, but I think we all have some sort of injury if we played sports or did anything yeah. 
a boy would do in their childhood. Um, and, you know, they're not concerned. He's going to sit down approximately a week. Let him sit too, yeah, just him, to be safe. Let him chill out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, we could just uh, pop Tebow in at third base. I mean, Tebow could play any position. He well, could, actually, what they said was he could play the entire infield on his own and, and not have to shift. He's the Bugs Bunny of baseball. Yeah. And and quite frankly, after his home run yesterday, I'm convinced he's ready to be brought and, up. And he completely, like, he completely meant to hit an opposite field jack. He wasn't, Absolutely. It wasn't that he was full or he was behind on the pitch, nothing like that. It was just like when, when Piazza would just take take the ball the other way. You know what it is? He changed his number from the cheater's number to a new number, 86. 85? Or whatever it is. 85. He took the cheater number mm-hmm. off, and now he's wearing 85. So I think that's what it is. You know, he, he's playing from the heart. Uh, he's a champion of champions. I think he's going to be our future third baseman. Tebow, obviously, is he's, he's his form is amazing. It is. And the way he plays, did you see that play in left field? Yeah, like, like he, almost he almost caught that ball. Almost got there. Like he is so good. And like when he strikes out, it's so graceful. He misses with a full swing, not a half a swing, not a. I was gonna say swing. he barely swings and misses. He barely misses and swings. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's all a joke, obviously. Barbara says uh, somebody be careful. Somebody could get a hangnail. And yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you know, uh, you, you um, I'm not sure. Were you done with JD Davis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, back to uh, Cespedes. Um, so you went Yoanis, Yoanis Mespedes. Um, so his the, the problem is with him is up here. He's not. He's not. He's not a very intelligent guy. He goes and does all this crap that he's baseball uh, smart that makes him lose you know, like nineteen smart. million dollars. And I don't, I don't know about you. I don't see him getting 650 plate appearances. I don't see him. I, I, I mean, I, I watched his batting practice from the other day, and he hit, you know, three bombs out of out of four pitches. But how's he breaking from the the box? He's not. He's not. He's not. Yeah. Okay, and and I'm sure most of you who watch the show or who are baseball fans have played baseball in some sense. Um, and if Rodriguez was here, he'd be rolling his eyes because he's the expert of all experts. But, um, you know, tracking a ball in the outfield is much different than hitting a ball. When you hit a ball, you're you're twisting your whole body. Then breaking from the bat, it's a lot of pressure in your ankles and knees and feet. And, 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 heels, that he, and heels that he had shaved down. Because he is a heel. Um, <laughs> and if he's, if he's not breaking from the box in practice – I'm concerned about that. I, I am. And uh, his hope is to play by mid-March and be ready for uh, the beginning of the season. Of course, that's his hope because his contract was diminished from $29 million to $6 million, And then it was there's a $20 million, there's $20 million worth of incentives. One of those, which Faraci just mentioned, is a $650 at bat uh, minimum to a large incentive uh, surrounding, surrounding that. So... You know, if if the guy is not breaking, sorry, that was just my eardrums because I was so upset. If the guy's not breaking uh, after a pitch to run up the base, it's concerned. Now, is it precautionary? Who knows, right? But we'll see. I want to see him in live game action, and the fact that he hasn't played since 2018, early 2018, for that matter, and we are still waiting to see him round the bases is troubling. Now I will say on the positive side, 
when he was uh, shagging some fly fly balls, he was looking really good. And when he swings that bat, he was looking really good. Um, uh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm la- I'm laughing at um at, at some of the things I just saw on here. So they they, they were talking about um today, you know, speaking of injuries, um, Are you gonna depress me? No, 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 no. Uh, I you know, a lot of talk last year was was Diaz injured. Was that what was plaguing his hanging slider and his 15 home runs that he gave up in the ninth inning? Uh, and so what he did today, <laughs> he came in, uh, did not have a good outing. Uh, he did hit 98 on the gun, but 98 in the major leagues is nothing if your slider is going to be flat. Right. If you don't have a changeup to, to play off of that 98-mile-an-hour fastball. Um, he also had three hits pair of uh, two-run doubles, so he gave up all four runs. In the four game. runs or two? Uh, including a pair of two-run doubles. Well, somebody else might have been on the hook for something. He took the loss in, in the spring training game. Yeah, I thought so he, he had two earned runs. Yeah, so the so he might have come in with two guys on. And, so he had uh, four runs, two earned. Correct. Um, and then Thor, Thor hit 101 on the gun today. Um. Average ninety-two mile an hour in a slider. He well, probably, can, can we stick with Diaz for a yeah, second? Yeah, yeah, I course. have some thoughts on thoughts on Thor. That's Thor, good. Thor, 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 he feels he has so much to prove that he may have came out super anxious. Let's see if he settles it down. Because you need to settle it down, kid. You know, um, it, make a break right now. Because if, if you tank this way in New York again, I guarantee you, I hope you listen to Edwin Diaz because I know you watch the show, obviously. Um, you're going to have a rough go for the rest of your career. You know, New York, New York, make it here. You can't make it anywhere. Yeah. It's all true. You know, like your reputation, if you tank in New York, it just kind of sticks with you. Yeah. And it'll take you many years, and then you have to go play in a – sub- it, might, it might make you play better elsewhere. Texas. Because you go to the Rangers, the Mariners, right. our favorite spots to send people off. Um, then you have the less pressure, and it's almost like a <sighs> – Yeah, okay. a breath of fresh breath air. Of fresh but, air. I mean, dude – your lease is short, you know, and I know it's the first spring training game, but your leash is short. Very. Yeah. So I'm, I was just messing around. I, I, I'm going to give him spring training because he, you know, he just, he just uh, worked out with Pedro uh, in, in the off season and I'm sure he's tinkering with things here and there. So, you know, uh, adjusting uh, his grip on the slider and uh, you know, uh, messing with the inside and the outside, uh, outside corners. Um making sure that the batter's eye is up and down and, and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm fine with the spring training early. Um, and, you know, Cornet and Dom, you say that you're giving Diaz a pass, and I, I am too. Uh, but I'm fine with it early, but there's got to be a certain point. <clears throat> maybe it's um, maybe it's March, the first week of March, which is <laughs> next week, by the way. Um, but he's got to start instituting some of the things that, Pedro went over with him and it's got to be clicking. So for him, the, the I, I guess the issue here is that it's his first outing 
and already giving up a uh, couple doubles, couple runs. Um, so again, at least yes, it wasn't a home league. Yeah, uh, you know, gave up fifteen of them in the ninth inning. That's a record uh, last year. But like I said, I, 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 we need to start seeing him make those adjustments. Yep, I like, agree. To, and come to fruition because that, because if it's not that, he's gonna get booed and yanked off that field, City Field. And oh, by the way, if Familia pitches well this spring, we also got Batances. And Batances, you you're not going to be a closer. Nope. You, you you're not going to be the closer. And I mean, listen to this. You got Diaz. You got Familia. We're going in the bullpen here. By the way, if you haven't noticed uh, the the hard left turn we made, uh, you got Told you we don't stick to Batances. And you got um, Wilson. Wilson. And I missed one. Lugo. Uh, Lugo. So you have five potential closers in the bullpen. Any of them could any of them could be closers, right? So you, yeah, th- this mean, this team, it, it, depending on what they're going to do with the fifth starter spot, this team can really cut this down to. Not that I want this because I want our starters to go deep into games, but they can cut this down to a five inning game, where you know let let's say Thor doesn't have it, or you know Degrom Degrom maybe doesn't have it one night, and he goes five. Innings where he's just gutting it out in spite of his stuff, and you're up two nothing. That bullpen comes in, boom, 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 done. We have a good bullpen potentially, right? Um, but I agree 100 percent with Diaz. He needs to really show what he's learned, and he needs to show change. Uh, first game of the postseason, okay, but every appearance in the postseason, I need to see a little bit of an improvement yeah. until an ultimate full improvement before the season starts for me as a fan to have confidence. Obviously I am not the manager and it don't matter, but you know, mm-hmm. us fans, we have, we can put a lot of pressure on the Mets as fans and ourselves and ourselves. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I think from, from that perspective, um, it, it's important that he shows improvement, even if it's the slightest improvement next outing, he gives one double up and then the outing after that, just a single, you know, like, and then after that, he strikes out two. That's what I want to see. I want to see him getting to at least striking out two batters uh, per inning. Yeah. Because that's what made him successful in Seattle. House. That's the power right. he traded for. I want to see that energy and, you know, that power and him really just getting the ball past the pitchers because right now he is not. He's His sliders look flat, and he's throwing a fastball right over the plate. And if you have a flat, flat slider – and your fastballs over the plate, you're dead. Even these minor leaguers that are playing today are going to hit them out. Of course. So, you know, g- going back to early last year, re- a little rewind uh, to last year. So when he was coming out for his his closing spots, first couple were pretty dominant. Then he started saving games in a non-dominant fashion. Then he started giving stuff up. And so... <clears throat> My recollection, you tell me yours, but my recollection, my recollection of it was, all right, we got this guy. He's going to be our closer, you know, because we get excited about things. We're our closer for the next 15 years. Then stuff starts happening, and you're like, okay, all right, well, this is this is not what I expected. And then he starts giving up home run after home run, and you're like, holy shit. We got Cano, who's hurt. You got Diaz, who can't save a game. What the hell did we do? What did we do? Gave up Kalenic, paid a <laughs> bunch of money. Uh, and on that real quick, everybody's 
quit it with clinic. The guy's a double A player yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is a prospect and a potentially good prospect, but chill out. Um, I'm expecting big things from Cano too this year. I don't know about you. Speaking of that trade, since we just jumped into that, but uh, by end of like May, there, 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 there. yeah. But by end of May, I was done with Diaz. I was ready to Wilson needs to close. Um, I don't I don't remember who I was saying needs to close, but I was done with I Diaz. I would have rather I would have rather Familia come in and close at some at point. At that point, and he was not that great last year. No. Uh but F- Familia physically looks amazing this year. I yeah. hope that translates to his pitching. But so I was we, ready for Lugo and Wilson to be the, the tandem closers in our games last year because by the end of May, I was like, I'm done. And that was one of my beefs with uh, Callaway last year is that he went ahead and continued pumping Diaz out there, like uh, as if he's trying to show him confidence. And dude, at that point, it's not about confidence; it's about winning games, you know. And I think some of those decisions to put roll out Familian Diaz in the fashion that he did when they were just seriously struggling, well, I, th- I think it may have cost us a playoff berth. When when you when also so there's two things that I thought could have potentially. Um, d- done that, but um, and both surround Callaway. He he used. I felt that he used at times, many times, names and not performance for placement. So Cano right. was in the three hole forever. Batting three uh, two. I wish he was batting three some. Batting two thirty. What's up, Timmy? Um, and uh, familiar was coming in the eighth. Diaz was coming in the ninth. You know, Familiar couldn't get anybody out in the eighth. Guess who was coming back out in two days? Familiar in the eighth, Diaz in the ninth. Uh, but then you, you'll you'll notice that there was a there was a point in time where this guy tried to save his job. He knew that his job was in jeopardy, Callaway, and he said Lugo and Wilson, and that is it. But we called that from the put in the yes, book we show did. exclusively. By the way, we called that. I'm sure a lot of other people did too, but we called that from probably middle may we were like this needs to stop yep you know this guy and we even said i think at one point one of us may have suggested dropping diaz to the minors and letting him work out his stuff because that's that's happened before yeah look what happened to trash can there you go (laughs) that's always the best example traxel is the best example of send him down work on stuff send him up and he is good yeah i mean sometimes it takes that because you can go back and take a little bit of the pressure off your shoulders playing in queen's or Bronx or anywhere in New York, it's it's Bronx. pressure. Bronx. Uh, I was talking about that other Bronx. New York team, the other New York team, because okay. Timmy was on there. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's it's a big pressure situation. So you drop him to the minors, and he can release that pressure from his shoulders and work out what's in his head. Because <clears throat> with Diaz, I think it's all in his head. Uh, so I know I don't know what Pedro worked with him on uh, mechanics and so on, but uh, let, let's hope that one of the things he worked on was. What's in his head? And I think segueing, let's talk about our starting rotation. Noah Syndergaard. Yeah. So that you're you're right. So uh, Thor hit 101 on the gun, and I don't know about you guys out there, but I would rather him not do that right now. I'd rather him. <laughs> that's I'd, his personality. I know. Man. I I'd, I'd rather especially I agree, but especially that's... against the Astros because I'm sure he he cut some of them uh, high and tight against the the Astros those cheaters. Not really. Down. In Houston. No, not at all. So um, I watched only the first two innings because Noah pitched two innings. I said, let me see how he did. 
Uh, hey, look, the Astros are striking out. They must not know what pitch is coming. Probably not. And you know what there was? You know what they're swinging and missing on? Uh, his slider and curve. Slider. Um, and his curve. He threw it. He yep. threw some nice curve. So couple- that's. See, sorry to cut you off, but that that's the pitch, like. The hammer in in baseball is the curve, and we talked about him being Thor because because of his physique and and his and his likeness, but also because he could drop that hammer. Okay, and he and he threw it what like twelve percent of the time last year. He did, but I have an issue with the way he pitched today. You do because his fastball, his slider, and his curve. I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw it to you. Guess where they all were placed. Right down the middle. On the outside part of the plate. Why are you not throwing your fastball high and in and you curve outside? Why? I'm, dude, you throw 101 miles an hour, scare the living hell out of these players. Throw it in on their hands. No, you're good. I'm just saying oh, where to where the throw like, the ball. Is my mic off? <laughs> no, throw, it, throw it in on their hands. Yeah. Why are you not Especially throwing? the Astros. Yeah. Okay. Take a page out of the Al Leiter book. Al Leiter did not throw anywhere near as hard as Noah Syndergaard, but Al Leiter knew how to intimidate his players, <laughs> how to break a bat, <laughs> and even his even his, his Hassan chop every pitch, you know that throws fear into the players. Yes, uh, Al Leiter, was a crafty pitcher. Who's at camp, by the way? I'm so glad. And and what Al Leiter did a lot was he threw in on the hands. And if you notice, Al Leiter was famous for what? Breaking bats. Breaking bats. Why? Because he threw it in a small part of the bat, and he jammed them up, and the players swang. And then he'd throw a curveball that would start inside and finish outside, and they had no idea what to do with it because they're not sure if this is another fastball about to break a bat. And he would he would paint the corners after he threw inside. And that's what no one needs to do. So imagine you're a batter. And you you get a pitch in on the hands, 101 miles an hour, and all of a sudden there's an 82 mile an hour curveball. You're gonna be like, yes, your eyes are gonna get so big, and then it it avoids your bat. Right. That's what he yep. needs to do. It's, and I don't know if he's just it's spring training, it's so he may first be start tinkering. He may be just feeling things out. Yeah. And he was saying, oh, I'm, you know, in the post game, my slider felt good. It was hitting around 93. No, it wasn't. It was 89. So well, when Noah was really successful with his slider was the year before last. His slider was always in the low 90s. Yes. And last year, it started topping off in the high 80s. High 80s. Yeah. And it was less successful. And I don't think that was the issue. I think the issue was his placement more than anything else. Um, but his slider was not to his own evaluation in the low 90s. It was in the high 80s again. So, well, I, I guess it depends on what point of the game that you were watching because it, it did show, um, it did say that Syndergaard threw a slider in the low 90s, might not have been consistent. Um, it wasn't, but so, but a last slider. year it averaged 89. So, and that's this year he's throwing a lot of 89s, and then, um, this spring, I mean, from 2016 to 2018, he was averaging between 92 and 95 on the slider. Imagine a 95 mile slider, get out of here. But, um, but you right. could be very effective with an 89 mile an hour no, slider and, uh, and a 99 mile an hour yeah. fastball. Yeah, you just need to set it up and a hook. That but drops. if you're all throwing, if you're throwing all those pitches on the outside part of the plate, they're going to be sitting out there. Yeah, and you got to come inside. Uh, look, listen, we we welcome fans from all teams to watch this because you know it is a majority base uh, Mets show but we talk about baseball in general as well even uh, those of lesser so intelligence john uh is it regano regano 
uh, says go Yankees. This is listen. This is our thing. This is the Mets thing right here. This is Mets. All right, but w- welcome to the show. We appreciate you uh, uh, watching and kind of and whatnot. Um, guess who else is at Mets camp? The best John Reggiano? catcher in Mets history. Derek Carter is dead, so I'd have to he say is. Mike Piazza. You are right. So Mike Piazza was there, and you know what they asked him? You want to buy the Mets? Hey, 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 you want to buy the Mets? And he says, well, uh, not, not unless my investments come in. And looking at the market the last couple of days, that ain't happening. <laughs> thanks, Trump. And, well, and then the you got actually, the, the, actually, last couple of days is thanks, coronavirus. Yeah, but it's just a cold. Pretty Trump. <laughs> um, and you saw it's it's uh, there's travel stuff now going on in Italy too. They got over 200 cases there. Okay. So Mike Piazza lives in Italy. Yeah. He 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 manages the Italian national team. He's not going back. It's he needs a travel ban. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm able to go. So stay in camp. And not not to dive too much into our outside work world, but I work. There's a colleague I work with closely who is actually over there and cannot come back because our company's security team was he at like philippines they this person is in italy oh and he just extended it's not a bad excuse normally yeah it's on air no big deal normally that's a that's a nice spot to get stuck in not when you just want to come home though i I don't care yeah you know there's there's there's, okay that's (laughs) Um, when i got the shot for my neck and uh, hiccups during the giant show. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what the hell's going on with me? Hold on. This what my grandma used to say, hold your breath and hold your hands over your head. <gasps> He's, I, I said the mes, the best Mets catcher in history, and Tim says Mickey Sasser. Who we, we are friends with on Facebook. Maybe one of these days we can get him on. Uh, but there's a trifecta of Mets legends at camp right now. You continue that better work, that. Grandma. No, it's not no, you know my, my I had the hiccups, and my wife told me, hold your breath. And swallow three times. The last swallow is rough. No, no, you can't. Again? No, yeah. I didn't breathe in though. You just did what I did. No. Did you see that, folks? <laughs> Let's go to the videotape. Okay, hold on. <gasps> All right, so the trifecta of Mets legends there. You got Al Leiter, you got Michael Piazza, and you got Dwight Gooden, the doctor. The doctor's in the house. So you got two-fifths of the all-time Mets rotation and the best hitting catcher in Mets history. Actually, Bobby O. Best, yeah, Bobby O's not there. Remember, we fired him. <laughs> Mets fired him. <laughs> Remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I don't think he's uh, he's coming in. No. I don't think it's going to work out. Um, yeah, Davis uh, shows no damage there. All right, so we I, I think we're kind of caught up from the day's events. Um, who's the best defensive catcher in Mets history? Defensive catcher in Mets history. That's an interesting question. I'd have to say, oh, wow. Um, the Grody, Stearns, uh, Carter was good. Hey, Brian Hom is watching. Carter? Rodriguez, Rodriguez at Scrum, Scrum. Uh, he's uh, he's unable to make it today, but uh, Rodriguez. Rodriguez is out there supporting your family by making sure you have a job. So you should thank him, Brian Hom, because you suck. Brian Hom, Barbara says Brian Hom sucks. Exactly. So did Adrian. Um, 
Your brother uh, says, bend over, drink something, then swallow while bent over. Don't do it here, though. Uh, <laughs> wait, where am I swallowing with? What about um, Charlie O'Brien? Short time, very good defensive catch. Charlie O'Brien was good. But, uh, but I won't put him in. I, uh, I'm just saying that he was Believe he was it or not, defensive the catch. tank, Todd Pratt. Yep. I thought he was pretty good. Um, but in his, in his I, I mean, I guess it kind of boils down to Grody. What about El, El Grano Ranch? I don't know much about his defense. Just throwing it out there. No. He's, he's an all-time Mets catcher. Yeah. Um, you know, our best catchers for my lifetime were not really the best defenders. Um, no, we're – well. Carter was really good, but Carter, Carter was old by the time he got to us. So he was a little diminished, you know. Um I like Todd Pratt. I thought he was really good. He was able to stop a lot of balls behind the plate and so on and so forth. But through history, I do not remember. I remember a lot of good backstop in terms of handling the ball really well, balls in the dirt. I do not remember a backstop handling base runner as well. I guess, I, I guess I'll, I'll go with either Grody or Stearns. Um, Dom, who do, you, who, who do you think in, in your uh, best guesstimation? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll continue on here. So, Sale of the team, uh, we kind of heard a little bit about Alex Rodriguez, uh, own, you know, getting a group together, but we haven't heard that for a couple weeks now. That was around Valentine's Day. Um, so that doesn't seem what like... What if Rodriguez teamed up with Piazza? You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have... The facts of life. Yeah, yes! The facts of life. Roy Campanella. Well, Campy didn't play for the Mets, but... He was an all-time great uh, for the for the Dodgers. Uh, you know, my mom grew up a big Brooklyn Dodgers fan. Broke her heart. She couldn't root for the Yankees. She just kind of kind of was. She was a free agent. Pee Wee Reese. He was the best Mets shortstop ever. Todd Hundley. Well, of course, Tim, Timmy says that because his didn't his wife have a crush but on again, Todd Hundley? You know, Todd Hundley was really <laughs> good. She does, but Todd Hundley was really good at. Being a backstop until it came to handling runners. Another one. Yeah. I, it threw Mets. I would love to get a. You know what? Laduca, Laduca wasn't terrible. Laduca was not. Laduca was, and Laduca was a solid hitter. He was a. He was. It's a short-lived situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was a solid. I mean, one of the most memorable plays in Mets history. Um, the play at the plate. The play at the plate. Tag yep. two runners out. And it was a mix. And no, left th- and right. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and it was one of those plays where you're like, "Damn it, this guy got a base hit. Two runs are gonna score." You know, it was down the line. I think it was Ryan Church that got, got the ball out of the corner, threw it in, uh, really threw to the plate. One guy out, and, and this this schmuck is trying to round third. This guy's already got the ball. What are you doing? What, I, I I don't remember who it was. I know Kent was one of them. I don't remember if it was Kent was the first one or the second one, but whoever was the the tail runner. Absolute jackass. Let's imagine a second one because I don't like Kent. Yeah, screw you, Jeff Kent. We don't like you. Or Carlos Baerga. Um Oh, Justin Turner. Just, you know what? Screw you, Justin Turner. But I really liked what he said about the commissioner. Um, yes. After that that crap that the commissioner Tim said. Trophy was, you know, or whatever. Was a, yeah, piece of metal. Piece of metal. And he said, you know, the, the only um, the only thing wrong with the, the trophy was it says commissioner on it. So, boom. Boom. That's really not his fault. We traded him prematurely. Didn't give him a chance. But did they both say "Choo Choo Coleman" at the same exact time? They did. Timmy and Willie William. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> flipped. Choo Choo Coleman. I have Real his card. Mito, the best catcher in baseball, says Brian Hum. 
And to that, I say... You know who the best catcher in baseball is. And at what cost, honestly. That's, uh, that's the thing. If we look, if we look at the uh, stats last year, yeah, you know, Real Muto from a defensive perspective was better than Ramos offensively. I, I would beg to differ. Uh, and if he was, it's not by much. And for the price you're paying and the price we're paying, including the prospects you gave up, good luck. And actually, let's, let's touch on Philly a little bit. Just add a little bit of anger. You know, they're a bunch of crap. Uh, what they're doing is what Philadelphia is doing, Brian Hom. Do you remember the beginning of the end? We're going to switch sports a little bit. Do you remember the beginning of the end of the Washington Redskins when they just decided we're going to spend and just buy all the flashy players? And that's what you all are doing right now with your fancy right fielder, your fancy catcher, uh, Zach fancy Wheeler. Right fielder bats 240. Let's not forget that. He bats, okay. Listen, but he does consistently get over 100 RBIs. I'm not downplaying that guy, Flipper. I'm, I'm not downplaying Flipper at all. Um, but the truth of the matter is every team, such as the Phillies, who has dumped all that money into one player. And by the way, let me just remind everybody out there that Brian, Brian that Bryce Harper did indeed bring – Prayed to Washington <laughs> like he promised. So thank you, Bryce Harper, for congrats bringing to Bryce Harper. Congrats for making that come true. Um, but truthfully, any team who's not the Yankees, because the Yankees are really the only ones that can absorb like a Giancarlo Stanton. He sucks, but we'll just still spend three hundred million anyway. The Phillies are not that team, and they went ahead and dumped all this money to Bryce Harper. One player does not make a team. It does not. Look at Trout. Look at Trout. Now they went and got Rendon. Angels made some moves. Angels may be a little bit more competitive this year. But, you know, anytime I see one of these teams put all this money into one player and that is not named the Yankees or the Dodgers, it's a fail. The Phillies will fail. As a matter of fact, you and your $400 million player and everything else will be in third place at best this year. So, Brian Hom, you suck. Fuckata. Brian Hom. Oh, man. Can I ask? <clears throat> I'm trying to find Bryce Harper's name on the MLB Top 100. I don't see it at all. He's got to be on here, right? I would imagine. I mean, listen, Bryce Harper is a really good player, but he's not. Listen, he, he, uh, baseball, as much as people don't give it credit for for that, it's a, it's a team sport. You can't have one player. You can't have one slugger. You can't have a cleanup here because guess what? There's got to be people that get on base in front of him, and there's going to be pitchers who keep the score low enough for your offense to win the game. It just it doesn't work. It's a team sport. Sorry, Brian. Actually, I'm not sorry. Screw you. Screw your team. Oh, I found him. And screw your Achilles. He is ranked number 33. Oh, so the 33rd ranked player in baseball is the number two um, contract in baseball. I will say 33 is a really good number. It's Brian, it's uh, Larry Bird, Patrick Ewing, Patrick Ewing, uh, but uh, he doesn't live up to that. You know who's number 24? Nine spots ahead of that? Pete Alonzo. In his first year, really. After one year, but we're going to get that. That's T's. We're going to get back to that later. So my on friends, are you training. panicking? He hasn't gotten a hit in spring yet because I'm so upset right now. So stupid. Barbara says Stanton hurt again, LOL. Is he really? Well, he, he's uh, got a, a slight issue in his knee. 
laughed at you. <laughs> what, my face? Does that make you You're laugh? just like... Because <laughs> it's so typical. I mean, uh, what word came... I mean, not to get crazy just yet, but word came out today that um, he, he may miss opening day. Um, but, you know... And that's we, where it we, starts. We, 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 we just don't know. How's um, Judge doing? Haven't heard anything. I have not heard much out of Yankee camp except for Severino. Sometimes not hearing much is good. It is a good thing. And, and I'll be honest, from a baseball fan perspective, I like Aaron Judge. I don't like Stanton, but I do like Aaron Judge. I don't like Aaron Judge. Because he's a Yankee? No. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's too much of that sharing, like the – what is it? What is it? Uh, all stand for the judge or what? Uh, Tim, help me out here. That's Yankee fandom crap. You can't. And Tim, as a player, uh, Tim, of course, this excludes you. We, you know, we love you. As a player, no, it's not because it's Met fandom crap. Dude. It excludes him. It, he's, no, he's, he's, he's a nice Yankee. Fan. Tim, I love you, bro. But you're part of Yankee fandom crap. He's a nice Yankee. And stand fan. for the judge. I'm sure you get excited with that too. Just like I get excited for the stupid Met crap. It's fine. But I think from a baseball perspective, removing myself from Met fandom, Judge, I, I, I like him. He, he's Entertaining. He's just he's been hurt and he's starting to disappoint me. He's, he starting, says, to, he's starting to this is my this is my leg he's is moving up and down. I'm getting um, upset. You liking these players from the Yankees? What is this going on? Uh I really like uh Garrett Cole. I think he's an amazing pitcher. Um and I think I hope Stanton's so healthy this year because it's really good for the game. <laughs> it's all nonsense. Uh but from a baseball perspective, Judge is good for the game. That's the truth. He's good for the game. Do yeah. I like him or not? Uh, you know, I, I mean, do, he's, he's entertaining. He hit the second most home runs ever by a rookie. Second most. Uh, who hit the first? First most. And uh, hold Mark on. Dwyer? Hold on. Let me shed a tear for him being robbed of the MVP. Get over it. <laughs> um, but you know, he, all, all rise for the judge. That's what it is. He, he's he's don't don't put that in caps. He's good for baseball. Stanton is not. I think Stanton is. You know, he's an overpay. He's a good player when he's on the field. He's just not on the field. He is severe. Like like. You know, you can make the argument that everybody's severely overpaid, but Stanton, if you if you break it down by games played, missed. Yes even, or no? Even, Do you think even, Bellinger's even, overpaid? I no. Okay. Do you think Trout's overpaid? Absolutely not. Do you think Harper's overpaid? They're all overpaid. So there's for cases. What, wait, there's, there's cases. I, let, let me blanket statement that they're all overpaid for what they do. Right. But well, we work harder than they do, right? We don't get three months yeah, off. Exactly. We don't get you know. Yeah. We don't get to travel cities. But we also don't bring in billions of dollars in revenue. How do you know? Because we don't. <laughs> I was a project manager once, and that was uh, supposedly brought in the magical twenty-five million. Yeah. Well, no, I was told the same. But um, <laughs> uh, where's my cut? Hey, listen, Tim. Don't, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's a pun. You're gonna judge. That's funny. That's that's a funny. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> um. So yeah, so they're, they're really they're all overpaid. But if you think about it, you know, Mike Trout's contract and even Albert Pujols at his age, Mike, um, um, um Albert Pujols drove in 92 runs last year. Go send the bleachers for your father. Right, but <laughs> ninety-two <laughs> runs he, he drove in. So if you if you really look at it, the Trout and the 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 Pujols contracts, they were they're both. If you combine the two, they're both paid for by that Angels um, uh, uh, cable um, deal. deal. Yes. So I, th that's all paid for, and to get ninety-two runs batted in out of a forty-year-old guy 
is amazing. Is absolutely amazing. So that like the Pujols contract is the exception to the rule. Let's not forget right? how cute he is. He's, he's adorable. He's adorable. <laughs> he's a machine, especially when he's got the machine. But no, let's not forget. I Remember mean, that he, old he, Sports he, Center commercial. Yes, yes, <laughs> actually, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, listen, he's had some. Uh, he's had injuries. But as far as being uh, consistently on a field, he's way better than Stanton. And Judge is still mm-hmm. early in his career. I'm not going to criticize yeah. him yet. But he's – I mean, he's light years ahead of Stanton. Stanton is just – it's its constant injuries. I know, like, when he was the Marlins, there was some really unfortunate stuff, like the pitch to the face and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you can't fault him for that. However, you like that I touch your leg? Yeah, so I'm um, closer. Yes, that's yeah, really bad. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it, then he goes to the Yankees and uh, rib cage pull and nutsack pull and you know those, asshole those pull. Nutsack pull. Did I say really, asshole? Really bad. Am I allowed to say asshole? Yeah, you so? can. Okay, asshole pull. Uh, you know, it's just it's annoying. And if I now Yankees and Yankee fans don't get as frustrated with it because they absorb it more. As a Met fan, like when Cespedes got hurt, you know that kills us because we're not going to get free agents. We're not going to sign this. We're not going to sign that because we got all this money tied up in this guy. And then um, the other, you know, Dodgers and Yankees. I'm not, I'm not including that the Red Sox anymore because Red Sox just traded a two-year removed MVP to get out from under some money. Uh, so, you know, they, they traded Price him and, and David and Price bets, yep. and Betts. So now Betts goes to Los Angeles. Um, he's going to rock it out in Los Angeles because he's just a great player. He's just going to rock great out with his cock out. Can I say that? Uh, well, I don't know. Let's uh, We'll call the FCC. All right. Um, about that one. Um, but, but yeah, you know, you're a hundred percent right on that. Um, if, you know, th- th- think about it, oh, t- Tim, what, what would happen if, if you found out tomorrow that Stanton, I'm going to use Stanton and not judge because of the history, what would you find? What would you do? Uh, Stanton series, series, listening to me, Stanton tomorrow falls off a horse, chasing boars, chasing wild boars. What's your reaction to that? You know, because we, we were kind of pissed off. Um, but you, because, you, you, I mean, you ha- you were fortunate enough to ha- have an Aaron Judge come up through your system. And Frazier. We were for- fortunate enough to have. What's his name? Clint Frazier? Yeah, Clint Frazier. We were fortunate enough to, to have Alonzo come up in our system. Um, so, I mean, I, it, it, it really just depends. You know, I don't, I, I'm not a big farm system guy where I where you know like how Rodriguez and he's not here to defend himself or talk through it but Rodriguez is oh good let's bash him it's yeah. not here. <laughs> the, you know Rodriguez Rodriguez will say um like and, and we'll talk about it next week Rodriguez you get a chance to uh, have the conversation but I said I want to sign Mookie Betts mm-hmm. we have not had that big like this guy is a proven commodity this guy is an MVP of the league Sign Mookie Betts, let him play. Cespedes is gone after this year. Mm-hmm. Bring in Mookie Betts to play left field, and then bring you know you got Nimmo in center and Conforto in right. But he his his perspective is or Betts in center. Bring up the young guys. Well, I don't I don't know if uh, Betts is is playing much center field right now. I think he's play, I think he played more right field last year. Okay. Um. But whatever 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 the case may be. But I would I would rather. You know, have a proven commodity and a Mookie Betts, then maybe the kids that we bring up will be okay because you can't, you can't say, you know, and 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 I'm talking more along the lines of Jacob Degrom and his window. You bring in Mookie Betts, you're you're you you're you have that window now. 
But if you're bringing up the kids, you're developing them and whatnot, and you're, the, the window on DeGrom is closing. Two-time Cy Young Award, best pitcher in the game, DeGrom. So what what do you, what do you think on that? He's looking amazing in his warmers. Of course. Uh, so I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, he's great. I'm just uh, first. Yeah. Of all, I'll start real quick with my. Uh, you want to hold hands while I do my yeah. segment? First, I'll wow. First, I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start real quick with my opinion on bets. Uh, stats will tell you he's an amazing player. Stats will tell you he's probably top three in the league as far as um, you know an everyday position player is concerned. Um. And stats mostly don't lie. I just have a bad feeling about him. I have a feeling that he's at his arc, and it's it's this way now. I don't know why. I, I think, and I think it has to do with his build. I think he's he doesn't look built to sustain. And I could be completely wrong. And I hope I am for his sake. I don't wish bad on anybody, but I feel his build is not he's he's not built to sustain that kind of performance. Uh, I think that he's going to start maybe not this year. But I think we're going to start seeing a gradual decline in him, and I would be reluctant to say let's lock him up for seven years at an uh, extremely astronomical amount of money. That's what I think about bets. So, so um, t- take into into consideration, we'll, we'll we will have some type of new ownership because mm-hmm. they're 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 selling. So now the the money tied. Let's let's say that the money tied up is not an issue. Would you rather sign a Mookie bets with what he's done? Or have a potential revolving door of young guys, or, oh, no, or, or let's get you know the the famous term uh, from the Mets. Let's get creative. I do it again. <laughs> oh, you got the hiccups again. I do. What happened? Did you get? I need did you get drink. a shot in your neck? Maybe I need to drink apple juice out of my ass like my brother said. Um, right. No. Listen. That's just a feeling I have. There's yeah, nothing sure. to really substantiate my feeling. Uh, and there's everything to substantiate what you're saying. So I would have to say on paper, yeah, I think it's the best move. Who does not want a Mookie Betts on their team? Um, I just I just have this feeling. I think – I don't think he's going to sustain this type of performance go forward. Uh, but you, I could be completely wrong. He can play till 35, batting 300 and stealing 30 bases a year. Who knows, right? But that's my thought. But on paper right now, yes, I have to agree he's our better – well, and and you know a lot of stuff could happen. Dodgers can win the World Series this year, and Mookie Betts doesn't want him to go anywhere else. Then then we have to deal with the Bellinger, Mookie Betts tandem for the next ten years. <laughs> All right. Um, so the you you alerted me to this because I, I wasn't really um, up to date on this, but the Mets fifth spot. Mm-hmm. What are some of the so? So we know that there's a potential for it to be DeGrom, Thor, Marcus Stroman. Um, where am I counting here? Um, Zach Wheeler? Oh, wait. He got overpaid. Um, <laughs> He's with the schmucks now. Porcello. Mm-hmm. And then that's assuming Porcello is the the guy for the fourth spot. I'm thinking because it's then a he's Mats, lefty, Mats. Yeah, uh, Mats. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's from a movie, and I cannot remember it right now. Okay. 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 Anyway, so um, what 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 are your feelings on you know what the Rays have done with that fifth starter? Absolutely, one hundred percent successfully because they won ninety one games last year. 
would you rather see the Mets do something like that, or would you rather see the Mets stick with somebody, you know, like a normal, you won the job out of spring training, it's yours to lose? So basically, and then bring in Waka Waka. There, there, there was actually an article out there put out by Waka, SNY Waka, discussing Waka. Um, thoughts and rumors being thrown around a camp with a fifth starter by committee. And that fifth starter by committee looked like a Porcello Waka um, tandem. So, and I think that makes a lot of sense, right? So, on many fronts, A, I think, like I was saying, this is all based on everybody's health. Everybody makes out of the camp and starts the season together. Uh, with the expanded roster, it's only one player, but that one player makes a big difference and it gives us 13 pitchers. If we have two starters every fifth game, potentially we'll be resting our bullpen every fifth game, not exhausting our bullpen or uh, overusing them. Uh, I think Matt's probably will be the fourth starter because I think he's our only lefty, right? Porcello and Walker are both righties. Yeah. And obviously, DeGrom, Stroman, and Thor are righties. So uh, I think by default, because of that factor, um, and, and, you know, baseball logic, you always want to have a lefty in there just to kind of switch things up. So I think Matt's will get that fourth start uh, spot at least. And if we do a committee with Walker and Porcello in a fifth position, um, I, I think it's I think it's ingenious. I think it'll help uh, the bullpen. I think it'll keep the bullpen fresh. I think we'll have two guys that can potentially finish a game. You know, when you're one for five, one so you're talking about the Mets plan or me? I was talking about you, of course. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, because you are my idol, William. Thank you. It was lethal weapon. Yes, lethal weapon. What? Okay. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I, I, I would love to see that. And uh, when the Devereys did it, I think it was last year they did it, right? We, we, yeah. we were very skeptical. I don't think we really criticized it, but we were very skeptical of the pro approach. It didn't, it didn't work out too bad for them. Did Not it? at all. I mean, uh, and if the way we're structuring, structuring it, if it continues that way and it's Walk and Porcello, Honestly, that's even better than because what the oh, sure. Devers are doing is they were using several bullpen pitchers. We'll be taking two starters and using them to potentially complete a whole game and not even touching our bullpen, giving them a full rest or touching one pitcher just to wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, I mean it'll, it's going to be interesting to see what what they decide. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. Um, it's social so. media time. Time for oh, social media stuff? Yeah. Look at that. All right. So where can you find us on social media? You're watching us right now on uh, just a multitude of different places right now. So you can find us on the Facebook fan page, which is the Put It In The Book show. Uh, then you can find us in our Facebook group, which is the Put It In The Book show by Cine Sports Talk. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, which is where we're also live right now at, uh, you know, on Twitter, at the PWITB show. Same handle for... Instagram at the PWITV show, YouTube, which please go ahead and subscribe at Cine Sports Talk. That's C I N E Sports Talk. There's 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 multiple advantages to subscribing to YouTube. Yes. Now I'm gonna get to that. Um, and then on Snapchat is also at Cine Sports Talk. C I N E Sports Talk. And to piggyback on what my buddy Keith here was just saying, uh, here's the advantage to subscribing to the YouTube channel. We do a ton of giveaways, mm -hmm. many, many, many giveaways, the best, the best giveaways ever. No, nobody gives away things better than we do. 
So and as consistent and as consistent, yeah. So um, so, so like last night, I went ahead and I did a little video uh, for a giveaway, and it was for the way back with Ben Affleck, uh, and that's for Hartford and for Boston, for you Southies out there. Uh, so we do these giveaways and we post stuff, the links and whatever. So the, the biggest thing that people used to say is, when's the link going up? When's the link going live? What's going to happen? When can I go? I got to be ready. You know? Uh, oh, oh, no, I'm waitlisted. Steve, can you help me? No, I can't. I can't. can't can know, I just say I can't add point? more seats to no the No sob stories. You know? And I don't know if anybody does this or not. I'm just, no sob stories. Just follow the rules. And if you win, you win. You don't. Do what you, you got to do. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So by subscribing to the channel, you're going to get, um, uh, and you ring the little bell there, you'll get notifications for when the videos go up. And in those videos, I tell you exactly the time and where you can find those links. And if you don't subscribe, what do you not get? All that stuff. Exactly. And more. And so more. So go ahead and subscribe now at Cine Sports Talk. We'll share the link later on. Right. Um, so that that's, um, that's... Our prices are insane. It's crazy, Eddie. All right. Let's get to... Um, we don't have a sound for this. What are we brought to you by? We're brought to you by flatulence and coffee. And hiccups. And hiccups. We like flatulence of the three. Yeah. Um, this segment is brought to you by Brooklyn Water Coffee Roasters. From their roastery to your front door. Uh, try. <laughs> I'm going completely off script. I don't remember. I don't remember the script anymore. But we'll just go from there. From their roastery to your front door. There's a million delicious flavors out there. The one I'm holding in my hand right here is Jacked Up Cupcake, which is what we like to call our friend Rodriguez, who is not here right now. Uh, then there's also the uh, dark roast, dark chocolate, and it is a rich chocolatey flavor coffee. And, and how many calories does it have? I forget. Zero. Boom. Uh, Which is my favorite, by the way. Dark, there you roast, go. dark chocolate. There's also there, there's several other different flavors. They also have a, a high caffeine line. It has 15% more caffeine per serving, uh, such as Cinnabuzz. Um, I don't remember all the. I think, oh, Jacked Up Cupcake is one of them, too. Hey, you know what uh, that one is Morning Wood. Yeah, and then there's also Morning Wood. For those of you who have issues in the morning, you drink a cup of that. Trust me, you'll rise right up to get to work. Um, yes, so jump on to uh, that totally and jump on, jump on, <laughs> yes, and jump on to www.brooklynwatercoffeeroasters.com uh, and try it out. There's so many delicious flavors out there. Trust me, any flavor you try will not be a disappointment. And if you act now. Last week, or maybe probably next week too. Uh, if you buy two bags, you get your third bag free using the code LFGM. Let's freaking go, Matt. 20. That's right. All capital letters, just like on my shirt. That's right. Wait, how many calories does Jack the Settle? Ah, boom. So, uh, BrooklynWaterCoffeeRoasters.com from the roastery to your front door. Try it today. Phenomenal. All right. Uh, terrific. Uh, Tim says, we don't get any offers here in my little backwater hick town of Queens, New York. Look at what I have been offers meaning for uh, advanced screenings. So I've been trying, been trying to get New York. You know, we did, we did a couple in New York. First one was Thor Ragnarok. Can't remember what the second one was. Um, but I, you know, I'm trying to get New York. I'm trying to get San Francisco. Uh, if you'll allow me indulge me for a moment uh we have all the um all of florida we have miami orlando fort myers 
uh, West Palm, <laughs> Tallahassee. We've done Gainesville, Jacksonville, um, Tampa, all that stuff. Uh, we also have all the way down on the, on the, the southern uh, coast, we have uh, Jackson, Mississippi, New Orleans, uh, Louisiana. Then we have Texas. You get to Texas, we got Houston, where there's a bunch of cheaters, and they cheat with this stuff, too. Um, we got San Antonio, Texas, which is where Shawn Michaels is from, Tim. Um, we got Dallas, Texas, where the, the garbage cowboys reside. Um, we got Oklahoma City. Thunder, you guys just okay, don't 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 see. do don't do anything. Um, sometimes we do this really southernmost Texas city that I cannot remember the name of it right now. El Paso. No, it's, it's even further. It's like it's like Mexico. To Madre Culo. Yes. Um, <laughs> we've got Phoenix, Arizona. We've got uh, San Diego. We got uh, Las Vegas. Uh, we got all those cities. New York, Chicago. Atlanta, San Francisco, L.A., you're next. We got Boston and Hartford. Forgot about those two. Sorry. We're coming for you, punks. Coming for you. All right. Um, let's get on now to the very last um, thing that I wanted to talk about, and that is um, it's kind of going back to the rule changes because I, I, I want to talk through some of the potential roadblocks specific for the Mets. Okay. Uh, so rule changes, 26 players. Um, uh, go forward. Thirteen can be pitchers, like you, like uh, Keith was talking about. Keith ran down this whole thing while I was sharing stuff out earlier. Sharing um, is caring. Sharing is caring, and you care. I do. Uh, so we go from twenty-five to twenty-six players. Uh, you can carry thirteen pitchers now. So for the Mets, that adds a little bit of, um, you know, if if uh, Jed Lowry ever decides to get healthy, you know, that, that? yep, is exactly. Right? Yeah, he's wearing. He's the one with the, the body cast on. Um, he's, got a, he's got a left side issue <laughs> right uh, left side issue from head to toe uh so so that that could help in you know in 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 that aspect so um you know guillaume is probably going to be up uh because he, he you know guillaume is guillaume guillaume is guillaume we know what he is we know what he does he'll likely he's got probably, an amazing glove he'll likely be the backup shortstop is what if, if he get back 280 he had his Mets moment. Zach Wheeler never did. Zach Wheeler. Uh, we talked about Zach Wheeler yeah. last week, right? Yeah, let's not talk about yeah, him. Yeah, let's skip that. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about him uh, after the first week when we blow his, light his ass up. Yeah. We, we'll take care of it. Um, F you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that, that's that. The 28 players up in September. So here, here's my thing with the 28 players in September. I think it's completely and totally fair uh, because here, here's here's a real reason why I think it is um, is fair. Because if you are a contending team like the Mets and you go into a series, a season finale series against the Marlins. I know where you're going with this. The Marlins can bring up their top prospect, who we've never seen before, mm-hmm. and pitch against us. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> we had this first time this year. I like mustard on my biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> or, or any team, you know, and any any bottom dwelling or any team that's out of the race, they can bring up their top prospects, and it could be it could be somebody who's ready to be a two or three starter mm-hmm. in the majors, and we've not seen them before. 
Right. And it's not, and it's not just the Mets. It's it is every. It's the Yankees. It's the Indians. You don't want that Baltimore Orioles top prospect who they got in a trade, you know, three years ago for um for whoever when they were selling everybody off to come up and face you. You're you know you're two games out with three games to go, and this guy comes up and he's got this nasty slider, this ridiculous change. And it's just it's not right. So I I, I think the, the bringing it down to twenty eight levels the playing field out a little bit. Yeah, they might still be able to bring really that top point. prospect up, but you're not going to get prospect at the prospect at the bullpen guy, nope. and then uh, then you got to contend with the hitters and whatnot. So that, that that's why that that's why I feel that way about the 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 call ups in September. The other big thing is I, I mean the, the the minor league thing and being able to bring people back up not such a huge deal. Uh, I don't think, but the other big thing is, um, and and this is for the um, the lefty specialist coming out of the bullpen. So you need to face three batters, right? So the lefty specialist role, you better start learning how to get righties out, Basically. because how many, how often would you bring in a lefty to face Michael Conforto, and then Michael Conforto? Strikes out, flies out, whatever. He's now you're out. Facing Cespedes. Now you're facing Cespedes or Alonso after that, you know, depending on how the, the you know, right. It could be a, a, you know, shifting around. But now you, now that same lefty has to get, imagine Conforto, Alonso, Cespedes. You're not bringing the lefty specialist anymore. So because now he's got to face Conforto. Yeah. Now, now, now he might face the right. That's a good point. And I touched on that when we first started that this is going to affect the whole specialist approach to the game. And I like that because sometimes I think that specialist, it's it's very st- strategical, but it gets annoying. Kind of like the whole 40-man roster gets annoying. Yeah. Let's, let's face it. Uh, yes, you're a rookie. But if you have electric stuff as a pitcher or if you have a bat, as a rookie who's never really faced these people before, you initially have an advantage. Of course. Yep. Eventually, the major leaguers will learn you, and if you don't adjust, your career is over. But your first appearances against major league pitching or against major league hitting, whichever way it goes, you have an advantage. And like you said, a contending team, you, you play your last place team, they bring up the t- top prospects, and you tank. And the other side of the coin, like you were saying, the whole specialist routine with the roster expansions and uh, or the three man rule, excuse me, the three pitcher rule for bullpen. I like that because it adds a whole different strategy to the game. It's still strategy; it's just a different strategy. It makes things a little more uh, difficult to navigate, and it's like chess. You know, somebody's going to counter your move. It's is if if you're uh, what do they say on the uh, entourage if you're a glitch bitch and you find a way around <laughs> things well this kind of throws a little flaw or a little roadblock in your glitch bitch hey, when you mentioned entourage i want to watch the whole series again i love it um, <laughs> time it's mentioned but yeah it throws a little it throws a little uh roadblock and you need to figure out a new way to fit you know to be a glitch bitch right exactly no ex- exactly so um and next week uh we'll get into a couple more potential rule changes and those are going to be um, we'll let Rodriguez the, the, break those down. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into that because these are his favorites. Yeah, uh, the DH rule in the National League and robot umpires. robot umps. Oh yeah, we'll get into it next week. Um, I guess that hurts. Uh, Dom says, I guess that hurts. Uh, yo, well, he also said Lowry will become comeback player of the year. Look, I think that if he gets healthy, 
he's going to be in games. I just don't think he's going to play enough to become the comeback player of the year because the comeback player of the year is heavily involved. Well, he's got a lot um, to contend with, right? So where does Lowry play? Second, third, he maybe can't play first. Short, he can't play shortstop anymore. We, we got second, third, and he can't play short because of his injury, his, his age, range, no. uh, his range. So he second, third, and first. We have nobody's moving McNeil. No. Well, the only way the only way to move McNeil is if you have uh, if Seth's if um, if you're getting Kanoa day off. I me personally, and we talked about this last week. I would move McNeil over to second. JD Davis a third. Seth hasn't left. Keith and I has brought up an interesting stat today, and it was um, regarding McNeil. He said the top defensive position player. In four positions, was I know, all, I know it was three, but I, it might it could have been four. maybe it was three, but still, either way, it's huge. Was all McNeil. Yep. So uh, this guy, he's not only does he have a glove, he's a three hundred hitter, twenty to thirty home run guy. I mean, they're projecting him to bat 330, 30 home runs this year. Projection. That's uh, MVP caliber. That's that's super MVP <laughs> that's like- caliber. So if it, even if he falls short of that, let's say he bats. 304 with 22 home runs. I'll take that every day, every year, all the time. Amazing. And with his glove, McNeil and his attitude, McNeil is – I. he may he may become my favorite Met. Yeah. <laughs> McNeil gives, still gives off that, like, um, hillbilly, like, country guy who's still, like – like in awe of being a major league baseball, yes. which I love. I, I mean, I love that. He's, he, he hasn't become, you know, this guy can hit 330, and he hasn't become this guy who walks around like he can hit 330. No. He, yeah, he, he's he's humble. And I really appreciate his approach, and I appreciate his passion because if you see him when, when something does not go his way, right on camera when it, there's mic'd up or someone near him mic'd up, You'll hear f bombs and everything else. <laughs> yeah. You know, so his uh, uh, his passion is there, and I appreciate that as well, especially coming from the Mets. Because prior to 2015, we really were lacking in passion, and uh, you know, so these last five years, although a lot of it was very frustrating, um, I love it because yeah. at some point we've always had some sort of hope until we didn't. But uh, you know, prior or to last that, your hope, no hope until we did. Right. <laughs> Last year was yeah, literally. it was a little reverse. <laughs> well, our very first year doing the show is when we got off to that twelve and one start. Yeah, remember we were like we're gonna go one hundred forty two and yeah. Uh, obviously, <laughs> and then June happened. happened. And then June happened, <laughs> and we went like two and a lot. Uh, but you know, it, it's it's exciting to see the players we have, the constant um, youth coming up, and I, I credit Brody, but you also have to credit previous GMs and previous scouts because these these are all a product of people before Brody. Brody's handling it well. Yeah. yeah. And, and look, we, we, we talked about this. Brody's done a phenomenal job. I, I think, I, I mean, I think every GM would have made that Cano-Diaz deal to get Diaz. I can't blame him for that. No, I, 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 I don't know. The magician act that he pulled with J.D. Davis. Yeah. Like... Pulling him in, like, like, like 
that 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 was like our and breaking the mold what is happening of, of trying to make sure you keep this? your player for an additional year before arbitration and before right. free agency and and putting them in the minors no matter how well they did or how much they deserve the position broke that mold and let alonzo start from day one according to his word and you completely know, screwed my predictions because remember i i didn't think that he was going to be up so i had him at like 26 27 home runs I, I was praising you. Were, yeah, I, mean, I was loving right Alonzo before the season even started. You I were was right like, on because I saw you, you. Like I said in previous shows, what what the big thing with Alonzo was, he not only hit home runs off fastballs, he hit them off sliders and curves. And if if you can hit consistent power on all pitch types, you, you're gonna make it amazing. Yeah. Because most people who fail, you see, they're fastball home run guys. When they make it to the majors, they get sliders and curveballs, and they suck. But if you watched Alonzo's minor league career, you've seen slider, curveball, whatever you threw him, inside, outside, high, low. He was hitting it out of the park. So um, I was hopeful for him and thanked you, God, I was right. Alonzo came up. You know? Not that I'm some sort of expert, no, but no. I, I took favor to him in particular. I got a feeling. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Have you already done this? And now, it was Brian Hom. Was that I, really? Yeah. It was that okay? No, I, I had another sure. top, but this week is Brian Hom. I'll save that top for next week. We won't over. We won't over Flockata the shows. Sucks. There you go, Flockata. Just, just in case they didn't hear it the first time. Brian Hom sucks. Boom. All right, that'll about do it for us this week. Yep. We're on our own this week. We went a little long too. I think I think we uh yeah, we were about six minutes a little bit longer than we, what we did last week. Yeah. Uh but next week, like I said, little tease this week is gonna be um some more rule change discussion that we're gonna talk about next mm-hmm. week. Potential for the DH in 2021, 2022. Uh and then robot umpires, that is Rodriguez's favorite thing to discuss. Um you got all the social media stuff. If you liked what you watched today, do us a favor and share us out because we sure as hell do like us and we also share share us out um that'll do it for next week oh and if you're a Met fan and you haven't watched 30 for 30 yet mlb network oh, Mets. it was 30, really good 30 th- see rodriguez confused the hell out of me he said them, they were making a 30 for 30 for the mets 30 for 30 is on the espn where they, they 30 do, in 30 30 in 30 30 and 30. You're right. 30 so for I was 30. Like looking at ESPN. Yeah, no, you're right. Rodriguez talking 30 about. for 30 <laughs> is the ESPN. And w- there's a lot of good stuff out there, too. There's a Dwight Gooden and Dallas Strawberry on 30 for 30 ESPN. So go check that out. But 30 in 30 MLB Network Mets. Very positive. Very good show. Uh, check it out. It was very good. And they, they talked about, uh, they actually asked. Um, First time I really heard an extremely who, positive approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they were positive, and uh, you could see the guys were having fun. We'll talk about the chemistry of the team a little bit later on in the spring training. Um, but they, they, I don't remember who it was, but they asked one person like, "Who would, you, who on this team would you allow to babysit your kids?" <laughs> and uh, they all said Nimmo. Yeah, and Nimmo said, "Well, I did babysit." Um, McNeil's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the whole thing last year with McNeil getting his dog at the ass. Yes, yes. We dogged him on this show for that. Uh, yeah, big wuss. Yeah. All right. And Barbara, my mom, uh, reminds me, I did want to say this. Next time next time we do this show, I will be a father of two. Got a baby on the way to be born on Actually, Friday. I gave your wife a kiss on the cheek this today because... I'm very excited for you guys. You guys are going to 
have a whole change of life, man. Yes. It's going to be there's very gonna be a lot cool, of fun. Bro. It's going to be very a lot cool, of fun. Man. And there's, guess Beautiful. what? The best part of this is I bring a new Mets fan into this world. That's right. A new Farachi on the block. Life is beautiful, <laughs> brother. Yes. And first name, Jacob. Is it really? Yes. Oh. And you know what the best part is? Middle it wasn't name. my idea. Middle name, DeGrom? Well, the middle name. So after after my <laughs> wife decided that she wanted Jacob, I said, so middle name, Pete? It's the name of Cy Young middle and World Champions. Yeah. <laughs> to get Jacob, <laughs> Peter. It didn't, work out. No, no. it didn't work out. So actually, the full name for those of you who care uh, is going to be Jacob Anthony. Okay, Anthony DeComo. Mm, no, screw that guy. <laughs> All right, we will talk to you guys. We'll do be back here next Wednesday. We sure will. I will be on no sleep. Well, we'll do it anyway. Yeah, and we'll do it live. We may have babies crying in the background, but it's all it's good. all good. We may bring them in here. We might do that. We might introduce everybody. You know, mm-hmm. Live from Studio 5, we will talk to you guys next week. Later. Peace.